So uh, one of the best things that this podcast platform has helped me to do is to um, it helped me to express myself. I didn't realize how good it felt for me just to get thoughts out. You know, uh, I remember I would walk around and just talk to myself. I would have some music playing in the background, like Harold Budd, Templar being my favorite song, uh, T-E-M-P-L-A-R. Uh, very calming. You can look it up on YouTube. I listened to it. I haven't listened to it uh, recently, but I used to listen to it every day for at least five years. Literally every day I would meditate to it. Uh, haven't been able to meditate. Not haven't been able to. Haven't meditated as much as I should have out here. In fact, after this, I will be meditating. But um, one thing I realized, and, and I'll give a personal account of this, is how we can't talk to each other. You know, we, we have lost the fundamental <laughs> I didn't realize so I didn't realize how bad communication in general was until I went to relationship counseling. So I feel like I'm good at having conversations. When you're talking about like a conversation in a relationship, it's you all it's I feel I feel like it's a different dynamic. You know, I've always been able to talk to people. But I think your your conversations with your girl is different because of the implications, the fact that you live together, the fact that you know, you, there's emotion attached to it as opposed to like the, the emotion that you share with your friends or with strangers. So, um, but as far as this, being able to communicate my thoughts out with nobody saying anything in return is therapeutic. There's no advice given. There's no unwarranted fucking comments. There's no, no downplaying what I have to say. It's just me exposing my raw thoughts and emotion. And it, for a time, it was so good for me. So I was sitting there and I, I lately, the past couple of days, I've been on all social media, putting my videos up as I do. And I sat there and I thought about it for a second and I said, man, that feels good. Just to say something. I feel like some sometimes we have depression, anxiety, or at least what we think that is, when we are not able to get that out or we're not able to just say how we feel. And I feel like we do ourselves a huge disservice by doing that. So yesterday, I love poking at my little brother. He takes things so serious. But we don't really talk like that. My family is not really close. I mean, the people I've talked to the most was uh, Junior, uh, my cousin, Tonio, and Terry. Um, and, you know, Raquel, Tonio's sisters, Raquel, Michelle, I love them. You know, I love all of them. But they just have life going on. It, the way we don't talk is different than I think the way a lot of my, me and my other family members don't talk. You know, there's no bad blood with them. There's no no bad history or anything. So, but, I, you know, I love them. So every time I see them, it's all love. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, but there's not like a, a lot of family members that I talk to. And it's not that like, I just don't talk to them. It's, it's just that we kind of lost communication and just left it, left it there. You know, um, Watching Kenzie's family is a little difficult sometimes just because it's kind of difficult for me to understand what they have. And I, I remember I was trying to like build that. So anyway, I say that because me and my little brother don't talk as much. So but every now and then I like to just poke fun at them, just to, just being on bullshit, just joking around like as brothers do. I don't really take anything too serious. I like to have conversations that have meaning and substance to it, but I'm not. I'm I'm a lighthearted guy, you know. I'm a seriously lighthearted guy because I get serious in conversations. I get serious when I'm defending a, a point or something I believe in. But I'm also open, and I'm also like, I'm just not that guy who's self-absorbed and 
no, it's this and blah blah blah. Like, who cares? Who, who gives a fuck? You know, who, who I don't give a fuck. So he posted something, and, and this is one thing that has bothered me lately. It's, okay, so I was fucking with him, but it, it, the 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 post that not the fact that he posted it bothered me, but the the commentator, the original poster, that thought bothers me. So he said that people don't do research on planes. They don't look up the maintenance reports and all that. They get on it and they trust the the air the pilots. It was some variation of that. And so, basically, that's the thing about vaccine hesitancy. The fact that which I think there's good reason to be hesitant. That's just my opinion. It could be changed, but I was on a complete opposite side. Last year. Now I'm on this side because I'm starting to see things a little differently based upon the information present. So he's, I'm not taking it serious because he's, he's a jokester too. He posts silly shit and, and cute shit and stupid shit too all the time. So like, what the fuck? So anyway, I say airplanes are safer, which technically there is because in light of a new study, I have to go find it. I don't have it on me. I should have had it before I even said this, but I don't. It said that for every one person that it helps, it kills two people, the vaccine. Then I see yesterday they're trying to mix. You can mix and match. Now it's in a pill. I'm like, dude, why the fuck are they taking it this far? You know, they're trying, they're, they're trying to mandate it. They won't give you a pension in Chicago if you're a police officer and you don't want to take it. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. In um, Argentina, in exchange for vaccines, they wanted governments and military bases. You can get the fuck out of here. Pfizer. <laughs> so of course, Pfizer. Uh, anything that uh, that uh, Pfizer puts money behind, they're speaking well on the vaccines. Which, I, I, yeah, and we all know that there's no real journalism anymore unless you're an alternative news news agency. Joe Rogan, I think, Russell Brand. Th- these are these are the journalists now because they go and get the facts and they put it out there as opposed to pushing you into a direction of thought. And sometimes when we like people, we will take on their their mindset. This, this is why it's important to have mentors because if they're rich and wealthy, you want to know what the mindset is. They got them there. And so you'll adopt that so that you can have the same results. So if you're able to not do that and just stay open-minded, whether you like them or not, and just listen to the information, do the same thing with Trump. I used to hate that motherfucker. Now I, I heard some things and I look back at some things. I'm like, huh, he wasn't so bad. But this neither here nor there. I'm not a Democrat or a fucking Republican. But the whole point of it was that my statement was actually true. Technically, you you know, of course, plane crashes do happen, but statistically, you'll never die in a plane crash. And they're safer than riding in a car. You do the most dangerous thing you could do every day, driving to work. So I'm just saying, yeah, he's put up something silly. I didn't really take it serious, but I just said that. Then he said, vaccines are pretty safe too. And I just put a laughing face because I'm not going to have the conversation. Then he, he, then he, he felt some kind of way about it. And he said, um, how can you get a master's degree in psychology and still be like this? And all I said was laughing my ass off. You, We don't even fucking talk. You don't know how I am. Or we never talk. It was something like that. We never talk. You don't know how I am. And that's the truth. We We don't talk. We've had a conversation at one point, but even still, he's defensive and just... I feel like he comes from a generation now and influenced by the generation or the, 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 the times they're never able to be wrong. And it's all their feelings. It's how they feel about things. 
So I don't think he said anything to that, but he said something about the, and I wish I was able to, he blocked me. So I wish I was able to have like the, the, the thread up because I thought this is the thing that's ridiculous. All right. I didn't say anything that wasn't true. First off, second off, I didn't. And then I put another comment because his friends started saying stuff about being pro or, 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 you know, against, and I'm just like, dude, whatever. I'm just, I was here to give him shit. I'm not here to start a convo about COVID. So they're talking. And my little brother says that something like, uh, why can't they, I wish they could just, they're the problem, basically. This is another narrative that the, that the news had pushed, that the unvaccinated are the problem. I wish they could all just not take it and go somewhere and die, basically. Which also pushes the narrative that this is so deadly that it will kill you. When it's basically 99, I think it's 97 or 99% survival rate. When you get those odds for cancer... And you have cancer, and they say, oh, it's 97% survival rate. You're not thinking, oh, the 3%. You're like, oh, oh fuck it. Let's get it cracking. If you jump out of an airplane and like, oh, don't worry. It's a 97, 99% chance that it will open. Those odds make you feel pretty good, except for this case, because we've been so fucking indoctrinated by the news saying how deadly this is. The hospitals are filling up. The hospitals are filling up. And they're not. In fact, I was talking to a Florida nurse here not, oh, on the internet. She said something. I don't remember. I said, in Florida, it's not happening here. And she's like, I'm a nurse in, in the ICU and all the beds are full, honey. And I was like, is it because of the shortage of workers or is it because, because of COVID? No response. Now, she could be living her life and not want to have a fucking argument on, on Instagram. And that's probably what it was. But she also engaged me in the conversation and then didn't want to finish it. There's no nurses. She said something like that. There's no nurses. Okay, so is that the, the work problem? Or is it the fucking because of the virus? Because every single hospital that me and McKenzie drove by, as soon as we we're out here, we're like, huh, emergency room is only like a four minute wait? Now, of course, this was before the work shortage. So the wait's probably longer now. But I'm like, is that wait affected by COVID or not? No response. So it's not a conversation about the coronavirus. It's about the conversation of the fact that we can't talk talk to each other. No matter what side you're on, it goes to the extreme that we wish death upon other people. Isn't that a problem? Isn't that crazy? Not, I don't want to put this in my body. I have medical professionals, nurses, and doctors that are not getting it. And they just say, hey, it's a little bit too soon. That understand the science. I myself know how to read a fucking scientific paper. I'm not going to sit there and say I'm on the same level as a doctor. But as somebody with near doctorate education, I, I know how to read a fucking scientific study. I may not understand every single aspect of it, but even here, oh, let me give you the cheat code. Read the fucking, not the discovery, I'm thinking about legality, <laughs> not the discovery. Read the, the fucking the results of a scientific study. Read the abstract and it gives you a, a summary of what the study is. You go read the results and go look at the limitations. And then you can have a general idea of what the study did, what they found, and how relevant is it? You know, is this even useful in the conversation or is it just something that's interesting, you know? And that's that was my beef with, with uh, psychology because I felt like a lot of the, you know, um, especially because we're using stats, a lot of the studies didn't amount to anything. Useful information, not, not major studies, obviously, but like some of the stuff I was doing in my graduate career. The problem is that we we can't talk to each other. We're too emotionally invested. Why? What's up with that? 
I feel how I feel, but I'm not going to let my feelings have me. You know, if you talk to any nurse and then and then you're hearing, too, and nurses are coming out and saying it. This was before the worker shortage that if they spoke against COVID or the vaccine or anything like that, they would get fired. So you're going to speak bad about it or not. Then I'm hearing that the Pfizer released information later. Then they're finding employees. They, they I don't know how they did it, but they're finding Pfizer employees and. uh they're admitting it on some fake data or whatever, but they're getting caught on a hidden camera saying, you know, anti, they're not doing the antibodies. They're not, uh, that natural immunity lasts you longer, that the vaccines go from like 50% to 30 to 3% that they need boosters. Now there's really no point in having it. We've all probably had, had it. And supposedly 70% of the United States population has had COVID already. Why are we getting vaccinated? And why are they pushing it like this? It doesn't make any sense. So these are all reasonable arguments. I'm not saying I'm right. I feel strongly about it, but I'm not saying I'm right. I can jump in the conversation and say, hey, this is just what I think. Why can't you say what you think? We either agree or don't agree. And then we have a beer. Why can't we talk about something else? Why does this have to divide us? And haven't you noticed that? When we talk about police brutality and stuff like that, we were divided. We talked about Black Lives Matter. We were divided. And nothing changed. That's the funny thing. Nothing has changed. Black Lives Matter has not done anything. There's not been any fucking legislation pushed through to, to, to uh, make black uh, uh, police officers pay for anything. The only officer that I think paid for it is the one that killed uh, Floyd, George Floyd. The officers that killed Tamir Rice, though, they're... And everybody else. What about the dude that killed Mike Brown? So, like, none of this is doing anything. But if we actually had a conversation and both sides were be able to, you know, what if we all came to, even if we disagreed, what if we all still came together because the people was more important? So it went from a medical talk to freedom. Now we're talking about freedom. And I don't want to influence anybody negatively, but... If you're mandating something that's not really necessary, you're infringing upon freedom. And in fact, in um, I don't remember where it was, but I heard it this morning and I saw the news article that they're giving a little blue pill as a reward, like a blue jelly bean like pill to people who are getting the vaccines somewhere. I don't know where. Why? Red pill, blue pill. Why? Why? What is going on? Then you have other doctors that are coming out, like real doctors, like real epidemiologists, like not from the, what's the name? Something, uh, Reich or whatever, that was his last name, Harvey Reich. Epidemiologist from Yale saying, yeah, this is stupid. Like natural immunity is better. That's what we need. Follow the money. And then you follow the money and then you make a correlation. And you, if you say, hmm, you don't have to say anything. You could just say, hmm. If you do that, they're like, well, no, no, you're anti-vax. And then they even labeled you anti-vax. Why can't you just be against the fucking coronavirus vaccine? I don't think anybody wants polio. I don't think anybody wants wants SARS. No pun intended. Isn't that funny, though? We can't talk about that. We can't talk about it because on one side or the other, one fuck is going to get too mad, too emotionally invested, and now the conversation or the integrity of the conversation is ruined. So what, um, what do we do from here? You don't have to fucking, fuck you. I don't care. Don't talk to me. 
And that's not necessarily a shot at my little brother. I'm saying like people in general. My little brother, I love my little brother. But we're our family isn't really close. Instead of Facebook messaging me, I get blocked. I'd be like, dude, do you have to give me shit all the time? I would say that, or dude, what the fuck? Or something. I would say, hey, can I call you real quick? It's just something. But like, man, you think that people, you think, I mean, I'm not going to say you think that people be closer just because we're brothers. That doesn't really mean anything. And that's another thing that I've been shown is like, man, you know, I'm starting to see that family is really doesn't matter. It should, but it doesn't. And I'm not saying it for me. I'm talking about generally. Of course, family, I love my cousins. I love people, but I'm just saying, like, I'm starting to see family as just, like, people, just like anybody else. Obviously not Junior and Tony on them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, I'm starting to see, like, because that's just what has been shown to me. Kenzie's family, they are, they're a family. They, they're they a family. They're very close, all of them. I think it's, like, uh, her one of her cousins has a sister or two that doesn't really hang around the family that much, but everybody else is really close. They all are at each other's house every weekend. Any bad news are all, they, they're like, you can't keep them out of the house. I'm shocked they haven't been down here more often. So again, no shot at him. I don't hate him. I'm just like, I think it's stupid. I think first of all, I think Gen Z is soft. So I think he's just soft, but I also think that like, that that's scary the fact that's not just him that's the attitude in the world that we can't talk to each other we can't we can't just say uh hey i think this and hey i think that isn't that interesting yeah did you hear what i have to say yeah okay do you like that song i sent you yeah it was dope where'd you find it? you know we can't move the conversation forward and we can't move past the conversation either it's like wow man you know, it almost makes you, when you start realizing certain shit, it just almost makes you feel like you're crazy. It almost makes you feel like, it just almost makes you feel like you're alone in the world. And it's and it's, it's a wild feeling because unless you're talking about the Kardashians or some fucking stupid bitch on TikTok or Instagram, or just, unless you're having a surface level conversation, you're not really connecting with anybody. And I think there's a lack of connection out here in the world, which is the cause of the problems. They all know it. They're, they perpetuate it and it's going to continue to exist. So there you have it.